This is Vic from your friendly neighborhood show. Chew on this, a Nerd United podcast. If you like what you've been hearing, please follow us and like us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. On Facebook, it's at Chew on this podcast. And on Twitter and Instagram, it's at Chew on this pod. We're active on all three social media sites. And it's not just podcast episode announcements, but it's also memes, nerd news, and any special events the show might be at. Now light some candles, pour a glass of wine, sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Chew on this, a Nerd United podcast. This is episode 245 casserole. It's the first solo casserole uh, since this show became a solo. So um, we're going to be talking about a bunch of stuff tonight um, and just jumping all over the place. And hopefully this goes as smooth as all the other ones all have. So uh, it would be foolish to do this episode and not talk about the things that are going on in the country right now. So stay safe out there. See if you can find toilet paper because there's no toilet paper anywhere. I mean, I went to the store today and I mean, this is like the closest I've ever seen. Something was kind of freaky. Like the, it looked like an apocalypse kind of happened a little bit. Because there was no toilet paper, there was like shelves just empty of things, hand sanitizer, paper towels, any kind of cleaning supplies, Um, you know, some of the bread aisles were completely gone and, you know, canned goods or something like that, medicines, um, even the travel kits, I mean, they, the travel kits were all gone too, Um, so uh it's it's been a little weird in my lifetime i've never had this happen before and uh why i bring that up also is because it's it's affected the entertainment business big time so <clears throat> let's see um there have been multiple movies and movie releases that have been delayed or put on hiatus so Um, that's another thing also that I'll address right now is that the next couple of weeks, maybe even two or three weeks, it's going to be all original shows. Uh, I know we've been, you know, doing some shit ton of reviews. So that, you know, that kind of gets tiresome for me too, because, um, sometimes it's not fun to, 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 to review movies, um, that you just saw. It's, it's better to chewify the movie than it is to, you know, just review a brand new movie, even though it, it is still a great experience to go to the movies, but, um, they do get kind of, kind of tedious. Um, and I'm glad that, uh, that the next few two or three shows at least, um, will be something other than movie reviews. And, <clears throat> you know, the schedule, I got a feeling is going to jump all over the place because, uh, of what we're about to talk about. Um, and so my schedule kind of blows too, because, 
I'm not going to know when I'm going to the movies and I'm going to have to move shit around on the, on the show schedule and stuff like that. So, so everything's kind of messed up from, from what's going on here. And so a, a quiet place too, uh, Mulan, no time to die. Um, those are the big movies that were on my list to watch, um, that have been put on or, or have been delayed. Um, their, their release dates have been pushed back. So we won't be reviewing the, those movies in this, um, in, in our normal schedule because I think, let's see, in two weeks or one week it was going to be Mulan, um, and then a quiet place after that. Uh, so we had two movies right there that are just gone. Uh, no time to die was on the schedule. That's pushed back too. And there's no, there's no release date as of right now. It's just that they're not going to release on that time, which kind of sucks because I think Mulan just had its, uh, its premiere. Um, and, you know, I remember seeing pictures on, on Instagram for it. So they just had their premiere and now that movie's not coming out. And for who the fuck knows when it's, it's gone right now. So, I mean, think about like, like fast. Well, anyway, let me just say this. Uh, the movie that, you know, the big movie that I've been anticipating for next year, um, would have been Shang-Chi. And that was that, that entire production has been, uh, shut down as well. Like TV shows like Supernatural and stuff like that, or, that, that production has been shut down. I'm guessing most of the CW shows have been shut down. I think Supernatural films kind of relatively close to where, you know, to where all the other shows are in Vancouver, I think is the, is the place where they go. <clears throat> so, um, and then the other movie is, uh, Fast and the Furious 9 or F9, it's called. Like, what's the F9 key? I don't know. It does something different on a Windows, I think. Uh, but, that's all I, it, that's all I think about when they say F9. But, um, they got pushed back fucking 11 months. 11 months. That's a fucking, that's basically a year. You know, like that is fucking crazy. That's another shooting schedule. They could add so much more shit to it that they really don't want to. I mean, this movie is going to sit on the shelves for 11 fucking months and, w- you know, the movie's going to end up being like 60 hours long. Um, by the time they're just going to redo the shit out of it. It'd be pretty funny if, you know, they, they kind of wrote in the, uh, the, the coronavirus into Fast 9 or F9 and, uh, they, they had to, uh, go into Letty's body, like shrink Dom down in, in his Dodge Charger. <laughs> so that he's going around Letty's bloodstream because she got the virus. So like now he has to go in and attack it in some fucking weird way. And it's kind of like the uh, a Fantastic Voyage or Inner Space, which is one of my favorite movies, uh, cult movies that I love. Um, or what about every time he actually does shrink down or, or get really big? He, uh, you hear Fantastic Voyage by Coolio. <laughs> <laughs> just playing as he's shrinking or, or getting larger. Uh, it might be even funnier if they had to, for some reason, get into Roman's bloodstream, uh, cause he just would have just lost it. It would have actually gave him a reason to yell half the time this time. 
and then you know ludicrous making fun of him all the time or and then dom's like driving around in his charger inside inside roman or therese whatever um and they find like chlamydia or some kind of like stds that he's got to fight off i mean this movie just writes itself and I think, uh, I think I should get residuals for that if anybody does that, but it would be pretty funny. And honestly, at this point in, in the, in the Fast and the Furious, uh, series, is that really so far fetched that they would do something like that in the 11 months that they had? Like, I mean, this, the, the cars have driven between, uh, t- you know, giant towers. They've, they fought, <laughs> they fought against a fucking nuclear submarine. Like, seriously, this, this, if you if I told you there was a movie where they jumped between two giant tower buildings, two skyscrapers, they landed perfectly, right? And then later on, the, the whole, I think it's the same movie, where they end with they're fighting a, a Russian submarine, like, and they're just in cars driving on ice. Like it, you would think I'd be making that shit up, right? But that's an actual plot of one of these movies. So why would it be so far-fetched that, like, now Dom's got to shrink down into, like, you know, Dennis Quaid size in inner space and, you know, swim around um, Roman's bloodstream in that black charger. <laughs> That'd be fucking amazing. You just see like a black. Ch- I know that kind of like it makes me think of like a, a future Rama episode where they had to do that. And I, for some reason, <laughs> I don't know why I just pictured Bender's voice just yelling shit in uh, in in Roman's bloodstream. So. Okay, let's see what else. Um, the MCU shows, some of the MCU shows have shut down as well. So um, Falcon and Winter Soldier, that was a huge one. I think that was coming out later this year or something, maybe. I can't remember the time. Um, but they are now, uh, their production shut down too. So that's a big MCU thing. You know, they, that that show affects what everything else is going to take place. So... Who knows how long they're going to be hiatus on hiatus for. So that kind of blows, uh, cause I was really looking forward to that show, uh, with what they were going to do with Falcon and how he's going to be Captain America. And it looks like, it, it looks like from the pictures and from the, uh, the little mini trailers or whatever that we've seen and the pictures that they've released online that it looks like the government might have taken the shield from Falcon. Because there's somebody else using it in the in the, in the trailers and in the pictures, so maybe that's what happens. But anyway, the, the the show is shut down for now, and we have no fucking clue when it's coming back. The thing that kind of shocked me too is that the two Disney parks shut down. Disneyland and fucking Disney World are shut the fuck down. Can you imagine what they're going to charge us when they come back? I mean, they were already going to increase, um, you know, uh, uh, prices anyway because of because of Galaxy's Edge and all that shit. And now they're they're shut down like indefinitely, or you know, for the time being, it could be like a month of lost revenue in two fucking giant parks um, that could affect a lot of shit. But I mean, they're going to be charging like five thousand dollars a ticket to recoup that money. Everybody gets charged like uh, like your soul or something to, to get into these parks now. So that's going to suck if they're going to raise prices again for that lost revenue. Uh, but like nobody fucking is going to give anybody else lost revenue for missing work and shit. But we'll pay for it. Uh, let's see. Some movie theaters, uh, 
not going to go to the movies too. I mean, even if those movies stayed out and released, I don't know if, if I would actually go to the movies, um, to, to see them, maybe like an early, early, uh, morning show, like on a fucking Tuesday. But then the, 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 uh, the review would be pushed back because I couldn't see the show in time or the movie in time. So that, that would kind of suck. But some, like you can't go anywhere because, um, in California, all events that are 250 and above are completely canceled. So the theaters that I go see these movies in, it's either IMAX or the big XD theater, they all fit more than 250. I think they both fit more than 300 people. I can't even go see that. And I read somewhere where AMC, which I don't, there's no AMC movies by me or theaters by me, uh, they're going to cut their theater capacity by 50% to, to dwindle down the numbers. So, you know, say now you're in a hundred person theater and they're going to cut that in half and there's only going to be like 50 people allowed in that theater. It, it's fucking crazy. It's just crazy what's going on. Um, conventions have shut down. Uh, I can't remember which big ones off the top of my head. I, th- I think San Diego Comic Con as of right now is still on, but I don't think it is. I don't know. I don't remember. There were so many things happening. Uh, this, well, this recording is on Friday the 13th. So fuck. Right. And like, oh my God, between yesterday and today, so much news was popping up on my phone about all the shit that was canceled or closed or suspended or whatever. I mean, they shut down an entire fucking country. Italy is shut down. That's fucking nuts. That's crazy. An entire country is shut down. And I'm mad when like they close McDonald's at 11 o'clock at night. Could you imagine an entire fucking country getting shut down? That's crazy. Um, and, you know, I'm bitching and complaining about movies, <laughs> but that's what the show is. So we're going to keep doing it. Uh, let's see. So one of the ones was E3 was was canceled. That's fucking crazy, too. That's so much. I mean, we look at it for video games, right? But they're also electronics like TVs and, and cell phones. I think cell phones and, you know, any kind of electronic gadget you could possibly think of is in this show. I mean, granted that they're there mostly for the video games, but the other portion really are there for TVs and stuff like that and sound, you know, home audio, home theater shit. You know, there's got to be so many cool things there. That's fucking gone. And this is why I'm more pissed off that it's ended this year than last year. Because it's been a long time since we got a fucking Batman game from Rocksteady and they were supposed to show it off at fucking E3. That was the rumor that they were going to show off their new Batman game and rumor has it in some kind of leaks have happened where it's going to revolve around the Court of Owls, which was, which would be fucking awesome. But, you know, maybe the other thing I was anticipating too was seeing what the graphics look like if they actually did it on a PlayStation 5. That would have been fucking epic. Like that would have been. I mean, the the Arkham series is is a, one of the better franchises. I'm not a big fan of Origins. I would like to revisit because I've only played it once, unlike the other two, uh, three games. And I so, but overall, those those games are really good. I mean, it was the first game, like Spider Man Two. You know, that was the tie in for the movie, the Sam Raimi one. That was, that was at that point, that was the best, uh, superhero game I've ever played. 
but playing Arkham, like you really, really felt like Batman. Um, you wouldn't feel like Spider-Man until Marvel Spider-Man, but, um, but the Arkham, like you felt like you were Batman. It used everything to Batman's, uh, in, in Batman lore. Like they used his detective skills. They used how smart he is, how he put shit together, uh, when he's, you know, working a case, um, and his fighting skills, you know, like all his gadgets, his detective work, like everything that you ever loved about Batman, you got to do it in this game. And then you got to kick ass too. I mean, it's kind of like button mashing, but not, it's like timed button mashing. I want to say it's really fucking fun though, because like you can actually watch how you're fighting instead of worrying about the buttons that you're pushing, because you really only need like, you know, one or two buttons uh, for basic combat. And that, kind of lasts through the entire thing but like later on you can do like special moves and shit like that but they're not so difficult where you have to take your eyes off the screen or concentrate really hard and you lose what's going on you know during the action but uh that game was fucking amazing completely blew me away and then you know it goes on for three more games uh two of three are rocksteady and i forget who the who did arkham origins maybe Maybe Montreal, WB Montreal did it, maybe. Um, but, uh, I mean, but here's the thing. If, if Arkham Origins came out before the other three games or before, you know, Arkham City and Arkham Asylum, Arkham Origins would have been the best superhero game you had ever played. But Rocksteady had set their bar so high on Arkham City. And I think Arkham City is the, their best game out of all the games that they've had so far. But, you know, if you haven't played them, you gotta play them. Um, there's a, there's one that's called Return to, Return to Arkham where the first two games are in it that they upped graphics to be able to play on a PlayStation 4 and Xbox One. Um, and, you know, of course there's Arkham Knight. You gotta play these games. Um, they're amazing. I mean, I'm surprised anybody listening to the show has not played those games yet because they are fucking fantastic. Um, but then the other thing that I was really looking forward to, because it had been years since I'd seen this, maybe one year, two years, but it seems like a really long time. And I'm pretty sure I posted it on our Facebook page uh, when the news broke. But about a year or year ago or two years ago, there was this um, these uh, pictures and videos of an RPG Harry Potter game. And you don't play as the main, three main characters, even though I think you interact with them. You play as like a fully customizable Hogwarts student. How amazing is that? It would be amazing if you could like go to different houses and stuff. Like somehow you get into Slytherin and like it's a, a true RPG and you're going to like just a feel like I'm thinking because what it reminded me of when I was looking at it, it reminded me of uh, Mass Effect. And that's like one of my favorite RPGs of all time, that series. It reminded me of that and like it made Mass Effect made you feel like you were in a different galaxy, you know, a different world completely. And um in in this, I was thinking, oh my god, I'm gonna finally feel what it's gonna be like to be a, a Hogwarts student because the games that have come out, like the Lego games are fun, and there was a Harry Potter Quidditch game at one point. I think they had like movie tie-ins as well, but none of them made me feel like I was Harry Potter because they were just basically adventure games and there was just linear, but you build an entire, 
entire Hogwarts for me. Like, I can go to the Shrieking Shack. I can go to fucking wherever they get butterbeer from. I can't think of it off the top of my head right now. But, like, all that shit you get to do. Could you imagine? And then you got to go to class. You deal with Snape. Oh, my God. So, anyway, so that was supposed to be revealed at E3. And I've been dying for that game. I fucking would love to play Harry Potter. I mean, I've played four, four, yeah, four Batman games already. So, you know, even though I'm excited for Batman because those games are fucking fun and really good, I was so looking forward to the Harry Potter game because I'd never seen anything like this for Harry Potter. This was, it looked like what Marvel Spider-Man was for Spider-Man. You know, because we had played good Spider-Man games. Spider-Man 2, um, up until Arkham uh, Asylum, that was the best superhero game that you could play by far. I mean, just swinging around the city alone uh, was was really fun. And for some reason, in every single Spider-Man game, the most fun thing to do is actually just swing. You know, in Marvel Spider-Man, the, the game that just came out, what, two years ago? Uh, or a year ago? I can't remember. They... The, the best part about that game is actually swinging around the city. It doesn't matter. And like in the Arkham games, the most fun thing is actually gliding across the city, especially in uh, Origins and in Night, because um, you can now grapple and actually slingshot yourself out further. Look, if you really like this show and it tickles your nerd spot, please review the show on iTunes and Facebook. It'll help getting the show sponsors and allow the show to keep putting out daily and weekly content. Now back to our regularly scheduled program. Um, so those are like the most fun things to do. Now you get to do that with Harry Potter. You get to ride a fucking broom, hopefully. I mean, play real Quidditch, you know, because there was that Quidditch game, but that was like kind of comic booky and shit. But this fucking one... It would have been epic, epic. Oh, my God. I'm salivating just thinking about this game. But so we were robbed of that, too, um, or I was robbed of it. And those were the two big ones. I mean, I'm sure there was going to be PlayStation 5 news at E3, but I really wanted to see those two games. But Harry Potter was definitely, like, my number one. Once I heard that that was going to happen, possibly, and then I found out it was canceled, I was... I was not a happy camper. So hopefully at some point bat, the Batman game and the Harry Potter game can kind of be shown somewhere. Um, I don't even, I don't even know when the next major conference or convention is like for this. So who knows when everything's going to get back to normal. Uh, let's see. What do we got going on? <clears throat> um, Oh, some big news on, on digital, um, because of the, and this kind of ties in with the coronavirus too. So I guess combating some of the lost revenue, uh, Disney has tried to, it's going to release two of their major blockbusters from last year, which is, uh, Rise of Skywalker. As of right now, you can actually purchase it on iTunes in all digital formats. Um, and as of Sunday, which if you're listening to this on Monday would have been yesterday, the Sunday, um, they are, they they dropped Frozen Two on D- Disney Plus, so that's th- that's them trying to you know get subscriptions and and early revenue for Rise of Skywalker you know digital. But I will warn you though, if you have not bought the digital yet, 
realize that it's just a movie. There's no deleted scenes and I don't think there's anything extra either. So, um, maybe hold on to your 20 bucks and, and get the Blu-ray so you can get everything. Cause I think most Blu-rays anyway come with the digital asp, the digital download. Um, so, but with the Blu-ray, you're going to get much better quality. Um, I don't think most people get that, that even though it says HD, that's still not 1080p when you're, when you're playing it, uh, on digital, um, streaming services. It's not, it's not 1080p. It's not the perfect one. You take a movie like the force awakens, watch their HD version digital, then pop in the Blu-ray. The Blu-ray is far superior. I mean, it, it, the, the depth, the, the technology has gotten better, but it's still for them to actually display the amount of data on a fucking, um, a 1080p movie online would be insane. It would slow everything fucking down, especially if you're dealing with a movie like star Wars that has so much information inside of it that like the data and all that stuff, that would be fucking amazing, but it would be slow as shit. So keep that in mind. When you're buying HD um, streaming or um, down, digital downloads, it's not true 1080. It's not. Um, and you can just prove that by any movie that you have. Pop in the Blu-ray, um, preferably a newer movie, of course, and then go watch the digital version, the, down, the downloadable digital version. And the Blu-ray will always be far superior to it. It's not even close. I mean, Netflix has those nature shows. If you watch it on Blu-ray, it'd be a whole different world. I mean, they look good on Netflix, but trust me, it's so different on, on an actual physical disc because you're getting all the good stuff on there. Um, so anyway, Rise of Skywalker, it's out now for purchase. No extras. I'm not sure. Well, actually, definitely no deleted scenes. I'm not sure if there's any extras. And, uh, Frozen 2, by the time this drops, will already be on Disney Plus. So, lots of stuff there. Uh, let's see. Oh, uh, this past week, um, Matt Reeves, director of The Batman. Um, I'm liking the look of this, uh, thing. And, and ironically, I just talked about, or coincidentally, I just talked about the, the Batman Arkham game. It's going to be, uh, or it was supposed to be the night out, night out, the court of owls or nine of owls, court of owls. Um, it's, uh, that was the rumor that that was the big baddie that, that Batman had the face in this. And we have never seen that in like, a, a, um, I think I've seen it in a comic book movie, obviously in the comic books, but I don't think I've ever seen the court of owls in a game to my knowledge, uh, to a game that I've actually played. Um, so I don't remember. I don't remember that happening. I, I know the, I know they were teased, I think, in Arkham Knight. But, um, so that was the rumor for that. But this new movie, uh, you know, um, there's a rumor that it's, it's about the, the owls, Court of Owls. And, uh, and the suit, I'm kind of digging the signia. I'm kind of digging it. Like, if it is true, it, the rumor is, is that the, the bat insignia on the bat suit is actually, uh, Joe Chill's gun cut in half. The gun that was used to kill, um, Bruce's parents. Um, and that's what he made the bat insignia of. And it's pretty fucking badass if that's true. I mean, it kind of looks like that, that he did that. But everything that I've seen from this movie so far, which is barely anything, looks amazing. And this past week, the Batmobile debuted. 
And at first I was like, this is weird. Like it just looks like a converted car. Um, it basically looks like a, like a Barracuda or maybe even like a charger, uh, like the general Lee type charger that was converted. And it's got the right above, you know, remember the old, uh, Adam West Batmobile that had those wings on the, on the back quarter panels. Well, they have those here. So like, I thought that was a kind of a cool nod if that's what they actually did. Um, those are actually also on the, uh, the, the Batman animated series. If you can remember the, that Batmobile had those wings too. It just slight, slightly pulled up a little bit and flat top and, you know, coming to a point. And that's what these look like on whatever sports car it is. So, but I also heard that the movie will finally start dealing with or showcasing Bruce's brilliance in the movie. Um, they kind of touched on it a little bit in the dark night when he was trying to uh, put the bullet together, which I thought was like, that wasn't really Bruce Wayne being smart. That was just him having technology that, that Lucius Fox created for him to be able to do something like this. You know, all he did was check out the hole. You know, to see if the hole matched. Like, that's only fucking dead. He just took the brick and he was like, hey, this one matches the actual, um, the actual hole in the, <laughs> in the wall. So I'll match this and let the computer do all the fucking work. Well, that's not really detective work. I mean, I could have spotted the fucking same size brick or hole in the brick. So, but, um, this movie will deal with the detective work, which to this point, hmm. I think the animated series touched on it a, a, a couple of times, like a good amount of times, but Justice League actually did a really good job of showing how brilliant Batman is, the Justice League cartoon. Uh, but as far as anything else, the best detective uh, version of Batman were shown in the video games in Arkham, actually. Uh, so this movie apparently is going to showcase Batman's detective skills and I'm all fucking for that. I'm all for a, a mystery movie. I love fucking mystery stuff. Um, and trying to solve a puzzle or trying to solve a murder, shit like that. I fucking love that stuff. So, I mean, like, that's basically all. I don't even listen to geeky podcasts that much anymore or nerd, nerd podcasts anymore. I listen to all this murder shit. If you, if you actually saw my playlist, you'd be like, this guy's fucking studying to be a serial killer. But no, I just love this shit. It's just, I want to try and figure it out. Um, but. I cannot, if that's the case, I, I'm, I'm so excited for this Batman movie, uh, more so than, you know, Batman v Superman, of course, but, um, I, I want to see this, this, uh, I would love to see a great mystery that just happens to have Batman in it. That would be fucking fascinating. Just like, just like the Dark Knight was like a cop drama. It just happened to have Batman in it. And I would love to see like a, you know, a detective movie, um, because he is called the world's greatest detective. You wouldn't know that by watching Snyder's versions, but, um, to be able to show that on the screen and, and show how brilliant, you know, Bruce really is. That's fucking great. I, I hope that's the case. Um, let's see what else. Um, the new trailer for soul debuted this past week too. Um, uh, I'm not sure if it's the final trailer, but it, it this is the first time you actually see, it was a story-based trailer, like in that, in that, and it basically told the overall arcing story of, 
of this. I'm not sure if it, I think it might have told a little bit too much, but it still looks, it still looks amazing. And it looks like a, a tearjerker, although because of what they're trying to do, even though it's called Soul, um, it still kind of reminds me of uh, Inside Out a little bit because of the glow. Um, I know that's kind of weird, but it's two companies. I know it's two different ideas. One, it's like the afterlife, and the other is, you know, feelings and stuff. But I kind of, it kind of like, kind of screws with you a little bit. And then, for me anyway, and then as I'm watching the story trailer, you know, play out, I just like, oh my God, this is going to be a, this is going to be a tearjerker. Really, it's going to be a tearjerker. Uh, I, I don't, I, I don't anticipate coming out of this movie with dry eyes. Um, the trailer alone looks gorgeous. I mean, all the trailers for Pixar movies looks gorgeous, but this one looks, this one looks really good. Um, but anyway, so, uh, let's see what else we got. We got, uh, oh, this, this weekend's movies. We've never, I've never, we never did this on the show before, but the week, the, there was no movies that I was going to review this weekend. Um, I mean, the movies were My Spy. That's with, uh, Drax, um, Batista, Dave Batista, Bloodshot, which with Vin Diesel and The Hunt, that controversial political murder purge game, uh, movie. So I was not going to see The Hunt. Definitely not because again, pussy with horror movies uh my spy i probably will watch that digitally instead of going to the movies see i don't need to see that in the movies but i really do like batista um he was really good in uh shit whatever that movie is where he was with that other guy from uh silicon valley but um but i you know i you know i feel like he's going the rocks route because this reminds me of the game plan this movie, um, but uh, so, I mean, I think I would have watched that. Uh, Bloodshot, I had no fucking interest in, and here's what you need to know about Vin Diesel movies. Like, Vin Diesel-led movies where he is the main focus, they are not good at all. None of them are good. His only movie to ever score higher or get a non-rotten rating where he was the main focus was uh find me guilty at 62 percent that was his highest rated movie as a solo person i mean his highest rated i think is like i think like ed like uh end game or uh things like saving pride ryan's on there because like he's actually in it uh, he's he's been in things like oh iron giant he was the iron giant but like that's basically Groot too he wasn't the main focus really you know so anything that has Vin Diesel in it where he is the main focus, it's not fucking good. I mean, this guy had failing grades. Like, he would have flung down to high school four times fucking over. That's how bad his other movies are. Just go to go to Rotten Tomatoes and look at his movies. And everything that's rotten is him being the front lead in it. Um, although I did, for some reason, enjoy... Uh, the Chronicles of Riddick. Um, I don't know why. Maybe Carl Urban's in it too. Uh, Thady, Thady something. I forget. Lewis? No, that's not right. But she's in it and she's great in it too. I don't know. There's something about that, but I know it's not a good movie. I know that. Um, but I just enjoyed myself in that movie. Pitch Black, of course, too, but that was rotten as well. So, um, and the Find Me Guilty is not even. Uh, certified fresh. It's just in between. It's in between rotten and it's in between fresh. It's just there. So 
he doesn't do really well uh, by himself. And I don't know like why that is. He's been in a lot of movies, and a lot of the movies he chooses are just not good. I mean, Triple X was like kind of like a, a, a game changer too for him, but that movie sucks too. You know, it's they're they're just not good movies. Um, and I really haven't. You know, I feel like he can act. If you watch him in Saving Private Ryan, it doesn't even look like Vin Diesel because he's just there playing a character everything else i'm like oh that's dom like he plays everything like dom you know like in pitch black uh you know he's riddick nope that's dom just blind dom <laughs> you know without the without the charger um so I, I don't know why that is but i mean the trailer didn't look bad it didn't look bad but as soon as my subconscious realized that Vin Diesel was in this movie and he was the main character, I shut down. I'm like, this movie's going to suck. And I hope it didn't because if it didn't, I would have gotten to see it this weekend. I don't think I would have reviewed it, but I, I would definitely want to see it. And, you know, but it wasn't. It was, what, it was 30-something percent? 32%. I mean, fuck. That's bad. 32% is Batman v Superman. That's bad. So, I mean, and I don't think, no, Bloodshot had nothing to do with, like, it wasn't in the MCU. It's one of those properties that, that's owned by somebody else, and, of course, they're going to fuck it up. So it sucks because he did everything possible to be in a, in a Marvel movie, and I guess I know his group, but come on. It's three fucking words. It's not that big of a deal. I really don't think it's that big of a deal, but um, I mean, he he does less than than uh, Iron Man when he's in the suit. Like it's just Tony just or or Robert Downey Jr. just sitting there. Vin Diesel only has to say three words. I mean, that's fucking cake. So anyway, we'll end on that note because um, uh, there's nothing more I got. <laughs> uh let's see questions for the show um you can uh oh oh and also you know last week we had our first submission for the hometown uh which was kind of cool so questions for the show and and your hometown mention you can email the show at you on this podcast at gmail.com message us on facebook at you on this podcast or twitter and even instagram at you on this pod is the same for both. Um, you can, of course, find this show. Uh, I don't even know why we mentioned where we put it on the show, like because obviously you found us. But if you need a different playing uh, apparatus or playing app, uh, you can also find us on the – well, you can find us on iTunes. You can find us on Google Podcasts. You can find us on now Spotify, which is kind of a big deal for us. And, uh, I think like radio FM or something like that, you can find us uh, on a lot of different places. I was actually kind of surprised, um, how that happened. So, um, yeah. So also, you know, um, if you want to comment about the episode, you know, do it in the, in, in the ad that's, that's for this, uh, episode on, on any of our social media. And I will reply back as soon as possible to any questions or anything. So, okay, that was episode 245 of Chew on This, a Nerd United podcast. You stay classy, Bent, Oregon. Later. <laughs>